Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Invisible World broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, as in 2 Corinthians, thank you for joining us while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So this is part of part two of the series Emergency Broadcast. And the reason we said it's an emergency because time is moving very quickly. So please just listen up and we're going to pray. Father, open our eyes that we may behold wondrous things out of thy law. And God, open up our eyes to see, open up our hearts to receive, and open us up to know the truth. God said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to go ahead and uh, start right away today. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us. Um, Jeremiah 419 says, my bowels, my bowels. I am pained at my very heart. My heart maketh a noise in me. I cannot hold my peace because thou hast heard, O my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. So let us offer up praise and thanksgiving unto the holy God and Jesus Christ, his son. Hallelujah. Now Ephesians 6, 12 tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are going to examine blatant examples of the changes made in the versions of the Bible in spite of and in light of the King James Version, which was appointed and anointed and authorized by God, by, by God's own appointed sovereign, King James. There are 2,500 translations of the Bible, over 2,500. You know, Proverbs 8, 15 through 16 says, By me, kings reign, and princes decree justice. Decree justice. Decree. By me, princes rule, and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. You will most definitely want to write these down, these scriptures, so that we can study them and go over them together. But let's first see the words you know, that we're talking about. We're going to look at some specifics on these. We're going to look at some very specifics. Now, when we look at um, Revelations 111, there's our first uh, specific one. We want to jump right into this because it's so much to cover. So thank you for staying with us and just put, uh, write these down. Revelations 111, it says, I am saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and to La unto Laodicea. So the New Age versions omitted that scripture. Specifically, I am Alpha and Omega. They omitted I am Alpha. They omitted that scripture. So the new, and let's look at what are these new age versions? What are you, versions, which ones are you talking about? Well, let's go over those first so you can really understand what Bible you're picking up. The NAB, N like Nancy, A like Ann, B like Bravo. NAB, the New American Bible, was completed in 1970, and it was the official Catholic translation 
for America. It was the official Catholic translation for America. Slightly revised versions of the American Bible. Uh, there's been other ones that have been published as well. The NASBRE, again, the New American Standard Bible. And again, it's a slightly revised one of the American version, which was a Catholic. Then there was the NASBRE, the American Standard Bible. It's, they claim word for word, uh, word for word out of their Bible. Um, the type is a Protestant Bible is what they say it is. Translation, the complete Bible being published in 1971. So in contrast, the NAB, New American Bible, from 1970 was the official Catholic translation Bible uh, of the Bible, which is now the latest of many slightly revised versions, the New American Bible Revised Edition, which have been and are criticized, including by many serious Catholics themselves, both for its many liberal notes they put in liberal notes because Roman Catholic publishers are required to provide, they're required to provide explanatory notes in their versions of the Bible and often for its choice of words, including their refusal to render por pornea is sexual immorality. In other words, pornography. They refuse to render it as such or anything sexual in places contextually denote that. So anything that denotes to pornography, they refuse to put that in there. Any warning. And one of the biggest things that warns, of course, in our Bible, the King James, is the word fornication, fornicators. And it translates as it immorality and immoral persons. That's what they translate fornicators. They don't talk about it, what it really is. NAB, New American uh, Bible, is a Catholic Bible translation first published in 1970, and it was published, it was specifically translated into English by a confraternity of Christian doctrine under the liturgical principles and reforms of Second Vatican Council 1962 to 1965 after a long and confused history of translation, retranslation, revision, and re-revision -re beginning in 1943 with Pope Pius. He was the 12th uh, Ecclesiastical, uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, E-N-C-Y-C-L-I-C-A-L letter. Now, shortly after the publication of the Complete Bible, American bishops decided that the 1970 NAB New Testament leaned too much on paraphrasing rather than translation for general use. And so the New Testament was revised and published in 1986, employing what they called dynamic equivalence, thought for thought, thought for thought, translation for places, uh, translation in places for the sake of inclusive, and hear this now, they wanted to make sure it included gender neutral, gender neutral. You know, God said in the beginning, he made them male and female. So there's no gender neutral. Pope John Paul II and other Vatican, you wonder where all the homosexuality is coming from because the Pope sanctioned it. The Pope, they refused to talk about pornography. You know, they, there's been other kinds of horrid stories about 
things that go on behind the walls. Um, but we're not going to go into that. That's not our topic today. And other Vatesian officials were not happy with this version, mainly because of the inclusive language, which was mandated by their liturgical guidelines by a committee of U.S. Catholic Conference in 1990. Richard John, and it's N-E-H-A-U-S, described the confused state of affairs. So I'm not going to get into that because we're not interested in that. That's not specifically, but we need to also realize those really two big, three big things that the pornography, uh, for, that they, pornea, they refuse to recognize fornication, talking about immoral persons. That's not, fornication is fornication. It's very specific and it goes into detail, you know, um, it, as you look in the Greek translation or the, not even the Greek translation, the Hebrew. So, um, and when I say translation for there, I'm talking about as far as it wasn't in the English language originally. NASB, the New American Standard Bible, is an English translation of the Bible. And it was put out by the Lockman Foundation. So here they've created a new foundation and it said Lockman. Let's Lockman up. The first NASB text released, the Gospel of John, was in 1960. The NASB New Testament was released in 1963, and they claimed it enhanced the clarity of Scripture. They, they weren't shy about it. So it's a non-denomination, again, you know, they're looking for that world church thing. Non-denomination in publication since 1958, they brought out the Amplified Bible, is where that came through and streamed through, is a literal equivalent translation of the Word of God. <laughs> they admit they changed God's word. It's a translation of the word of God that uses synonyms and definitions to explain and expand the meaning of words in the text. So one of the things they say, and hear this, this unique system of translation has the unique is the unique is unique ability to bring life to original meaning of the words. So first of all, I'm going to tell you. Jesus is the life. He is the light. He said his word is the life. So they're replacing Jesus right there. They're claiming that they can bring the life by translating the words and bringing an original meaning of the words. And they have a range of formats and text of the Amplified Bible. So you guys, this is very, you might think of, well, you know, we shouldn't quibble about. This is very significant. It's really a horror to think that they would say and publicly announce that they're bringing to uh, bring to life to the original meaning of the words. They want to bring to life. They don't have to bring anything to life. They don't have that power. That's God's power. That's the power of the word, the living word. That's the second Adam. He was the living. He is the hope. He was made a quickening spirit. That word quickening, it means make alive, not bring alive, make alive. You know, so <laughs> hello. I mean, what more do we have to say? It's hellish, all right. Hello. Hell has widened her mouth, <laughs> enlarged her mouth in this hour. Second Corinthians 2.14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. 
neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. And we've been talking about that, talking about the Holy Spirit has to help you to understand the word of God that's spiritually discerned and the natural man can't receive it. If you're a new Christian and you're sitting down trying to read the Bible, it's hard to understand. It's hard to get. But when I say the Bible, I'm talking about the gospel of Christ. It, but just keep going until you get all of that word in you. You know, uh, the Bible says thy word was found and I did eat them. Jeremiah said, and thy word was unto me. Thy words were found and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me, the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. You will feel the Holy Spirit will begin that work in you, that work of conversion. But you have to first get his word in you, not other people's nice words or whatever kind of words they think they are. So the NIV is another interesting uh, translation you need to know about. The new NIV is the new international version. It was actually founded in 1809. The International Bible Society founded that. English translation of the Bible, first published in 1978 by Biblica. Okay. So the NIV, very interesting, was published to meet the need for a modern, modern translation done by Bible scholars using the earliest, highest quality manuscripts available. They didn't have the original uh, prophet at manuscripts. They were taken from, written down from the word for word. <laughs> you know, one thing I find interesting about the uh, Jewish manuscripts, Jewish uh, Israel, they read from left to right. They read from the left to the right. They don't read from, I'm sorry, let's, let me get that right. They read from the right to the left. They don't read from the left to the right. Biblica, for more than 200 years, Biblica, the International Bible Society, has helped millions of people access and experience. Yes, it has, and that's a bad thing because they're accessing and experiencing the wrong word. What a shock it must be for those people that passed away and found out for God to say, I never knew you. They didn't develop that true relationship with the true word of God due to these people. You know, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, the Bible tells us. Who owns the new international version Bible? Uh, it's owned by Zondervan. The NIV is published by Zondervan in the United States and hotter H-O-D-D-E-R and Stoughton, Stoughton, S-T-O-U-G-H-T-O-N in the UK. The new, the NIV was updated in 1984 and 2011 and has become one of the most popular best-selling. Well, now that they have the NIV out, which takes a step further into hell. So why is there no, I just want to ask a question in the NIV, there is no Matthew 17, 21. They've totally deleted Matthew 20, 17, 21 or omitted it, I should say. It basically has to do with the manuscripts and approaches of their textual uh, criticism used for translations. That's what they say. So the newer translations remove these verses or places them, place them, in footnotes or brackets because the translators believe, now listen to this, 
Why? Why did they do this? Because the translators believe they do not truly belong in the Bible. They're, they say they believe that that scripture and those scriptures do not belong in the Bible. Matthew 17, 21. Really? That's, that's horrible. When you think about it, that's really a terrible thing. When you really think about it, how dare them? Let's look at Matthew 17, 21. Let's grab it right quick. I thought I had it out. Hold on. Praise God. Lord, thank you for your word. Thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going over here to Matthew 17, 21 and see why they took that out. 17, 21 has a very deep spiritual concept. Jesus, they were asking, the disciples were trying to cast out demons, these demons out of this person, and uh, they couldn't do it. But Jesus came along and he did it. And they came back and they wanted to know, why couldn't we cast him out? And Jesus let them know, how be it? This kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Now, if you remember in some of the other versions, they well, all the other versions that are the kind that we're talking about, these new age versions, versions, any version of the Bible, they took out Matthew 17, 21. So we see that <laughs> that's a very serious offense and it is offensive to us. We should count it as offensive that they've taken out our Lord's Bible. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? We, we, that's what we should be asking them. How do you have the audacity to do something like that? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we look at that and we see how these new versions, and we're going to go over just a couple more. I'm not going to go through all of them. We're, of course, not. we're not going to go through 2,000, but we're definitely going to see um, certain ones that really are the most popular that stand out that you might see the initials NAB and you're like, what's NAB? That's the New American Bible. Well, I'm reading from the NAB. A lot of pastors will stand up in the pool pit. Yeah, it's pulling people to the pit, all right. And they'll puff themselves up and announce. And so I'm not saying every pastor, you guys. I'm not criticizing the pastors. I'm just saying they don't realize the danger. NASB, the New American Standard Bible. And again, it's a, um English translation. And it was published by Lockman. And so then we're going on down um, to the NIV. And we see that uh, Zondervan owns that and they've left out that scripture, uh, Matthew 17, 21. And you know how slick does the devil, he's very subtle, more subtle than any beast of the field. That's what we've learned. So these are also published all over in different, um, other different countries, Portuguese, Spanish, um, just different ones. So they've really tried to take out, take the market. So the NWT, NWT, that's the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures, distributed by Jehovah's Witnesses and Watchtower. The Watchtower Bible Tract Society originally published that one in 1950. So the ESV, the English Standard Version, the English Standard Version is an English translation of the Bible, published by Crossway, having been created by a team of more than a hundred 
leading evangelical scholars and pastors. That's what they want you to know. So, hmm. The HCSB, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, a modern English translation from Holman Publishes. Holman, H-O-L-M-A-N. Hold that man. Hold on. The New Testament was published in 1999, followed by the Full Bible in 2004. Originally published in 2003. And then they came, they had another version in 2009. It was published by Good News Publishers. It was derived from that Bible, the Standard Version. The NS, the NRSV, the New Revised Standard Version, is an English translation. And it was published in 1989 by the Council of Churches. Mm. That one world religion. It is a revision of the Revised Standard Version, which was itself an update of the American Standard Version, which was published by Bruce Metzinger in 1989. Now, he was a Pentecostal preacher, but he published his own Bible. You know, I say his own. It was published by him. A newly revised Standard Version. What was wrong with the King James? The new King James, not the new, but the King James Version. And it wasn't, it's not a version, it is the gospel. What was wrong with the gospel, is what I should say. Why did he feel he had to publish a new version? See, we have to really, God searches hearts. He knows deeper things. He knows what when pride is fueling, when uh, greed is fueling, when lust is fueling. He knows these things. He knows the secrets that are locked in our heart. That sometimes we're not even aware of because we're so busy going off in our own steam, in our own direction. So the NIV version seems to be the most popular, you know, among undiscerning Christians and a huge misconception among the saints. Are they're deceived, that are deceived, and all behind that NJ in NKJV, I'm not used to using the initials for it, the new King James Version. So we will definitely get to the root of that in an upcoming segment, which exposes Satan's trap. Unfortunately, many of our people will continue, I mean many of the saints, will continue to reject the truth. You know, even as Jeremiah, um, there, the, he had a confrontation with them. They were worshiping the Queen of Heaven, there are all of them. And he went and warned them because the Lord sent him. And they said, as for the word that thou hast spoken unto us, in the name of the Lord, we will not hearken unto thee. And unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of people like that. They don't care. You can bring this to them. Don't be one of them. Second Corinthians 6.17 says, Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So what is that unclean thing? We've already talked about the corrupt fruits. Now, again, in the New Age versions, 1 John 5, 7 was omitted entirely. 1 John 5, 7 says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. So that's been omitted entirely in 1 John 5, 7. God's name, Jehovah, has been omitted entirely. Exodus 6.3 uh, tells you about God's name. 
And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name, Jehovah, was I not known unto them. Was I not known to them? Let me read that to you again. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name, Jehovah, was not known. Was I not known to them? So they also changed Daniel 3.25. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. So one of the things that's here we're talking about when they were in that fiery furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the king looked in and said, I see four men in there. One is like the Son of God. Well, the, version, the versions, they say, a son of the gods. A son of the gods. Not the son of God, a son of the gods. So they also changed Acts 14, 15, which says, And saying, Sirs, why do ye these things? We also are men of like passions with you, and preach unto you that ye should turn from these vanities unto the living God which made heaven and earth and the sea and all things therein. So they turn it around and say, instead of saying unto the living God, they've dropped living and just put a God. So the NIV, all of these 17 verses, plus 64,000 words were omitted. And you can write these down. I'm not going to go over them. You can go over them yourself. But just know that all 17 of these verses have been were omitted in the uh, NIV, New International Version. Uh, let's start with Matthew seventeen twenty two, Matthew eighteen eleven, Matthew twenty three fourteen. Also Mark seven four seven sixteen. I'm sorry, Mark seven sixteen, Mark nine forty four, Mark nine forty six, Mark eleven twenty six, Mark fifteen twenty eight. Luke, Luke 17, 36, Luke 23, 17, John, John 5, 4, Acts, Acts 8, 37, Acts 15, 34, Acts 24, 7, Acts 38, 29, Romans, Romans 16, 24, 1 John 5, 7. So there's so many more alerts to come. But until next time, we need to leave you with this. Revelation, the New King James Version, says Revelation uh, 13, 16, the mark of the beast is a mark on the right, their right hand. King James Version says it's in their right hand. The mark is in their right hand. The mark of the beast is in their right hand. So it's not on it, it's in it. In other words, it's an implant of some kind. New King James Version, 1 Samuel 13, 2, 11, 13, 21, I'm sorry. New King James Version, 1 Samuel 13, 21. Um... The charge was a PM, 
P-I-M. Unfamiliar word with us, isn't it? That's because it in the uh, when you look it up, like I said, using your Hebrew or your Greek translation, you see it's a, a it's a PIM, a P-I-M, but it's a positive microchip. It's a positive microchip. But in that that way back then, way back then, in in Samuel's day. And when you look in the King James Version, it says, yet they had a file for the cultures. C-O-U-L-T-E-R-S. So it's a file that they, they've kept. Um, these are mysteries. And we need to pray more on them. You know the Bible in 2 Timothy 2.15, King James Version, of course, says, study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And let me stop right here before we pray and close this out completely. You know, people, a lot of times they've looked at that word dividing. Yeah, it's that means that you're not to separate the scriptures. That's another deception. Because when you look that word up in the Hebrew, it means divining, divining. That means by revelation of the spirit. That's the spirit. Only the spirit can divine the spiritual divining of the truth. Rightly divining the word of truth. Rightly dividing the word of truth. So the enemy will deceive you unless you do study harder. Unless you do go to the roots of the word. Unless you do really look at the scripture and pray through it and ask the Lord to show you. You know, God will lighten your path and that light he'll bring to you is through the Holy Spirit's revelation. It's through revelation knowledge, not head knowledge. Father, teach us to pray more. Teach us to be alert in this hour. Teach us to be receptive of you and of your power. Teach us not to go in forth in any of our own righteousness, for our righteousness is like dirty rags. Dirty, menstruous, filthy. It says actually filthy, menstruous. You know what menstruous is? Rags. That's what our righteousness is like to the Lord. Filthy, menstruous rags. So we thank you, Lord, that you have cleaned us up, that we are through Christ, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for your word that tells us that it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope, folks, of glory. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, until next time, and I know this one was a little bit different, but you needed to know these things, especially about what versions are out there. And um, so you won't be deceived and accidentally pick up a wrong one or pick up a publisher that you don't want to look at anything they have. Because, they, you know, anybody that publishes the, the that satanic Bible, who would think? And to look at the sellout. Isn't that interesting? The sellout. It'd be interesting to see how much the sellout sold out for. Sold out for. So God bless you and we'll speak to you soon. Praise the Lord on another The Invisible World.